on everyone this is the popcorn heroes show what's up i am armando with me as always is pedro hello hello and god's gift orlando yo yo what's going on man uh right ladies and gents we just saw the latest ps ps PS5 showcase where mm-hmm. they showcase a few more games that are coming out for the console and finally the price reveal of their systems about goddamn time about damn time and we're just gonna talk about the showcase and see how we felt about it and what we think is happening and where mm-hmm. we think could it potentially go so Pedro lead the way okay so i caught the second half of it watching it live but when i got home i was able to watch the full thing and i gotta say i thought it was a pretty decent showcase because when i go to showcases i just want to see what games you're going to announce like right out the gate so and of course the price point at the very end which they saved for last but i loved you know i love the games that they that they announced the games that they showed were were up and coming and uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with the price yeah. point. I think with a hundred dollar difference, you might as well go disc. Go for the disc yeah. But, yeah. I, I was very annoyed, like I was telling you, Pedro, about the fact that there's not a much, there's not a, enough conversation about the console itself. I wanted to see stuff about the console. I wanted them to talk about the console. I wanted to see the UI, what the UI could do, the new stuff you could do compared to the PS4. You know, right. by this time, I mean by this time last console generation you already knew all that crap you know because of e3 and they did all the they did all that stuff so i just wanted to know what's going on with the like what are what are we going to see and expect when we turn on the system and i think that's yeah. one of the things that is really frustrating about all this and i don't know if that was if this is the original plan and and it most likely coronavirus fucked it up all but I'm just very, very annoyed that I still don't know what this machine could do once I turn it on. I want to see how it looks. I want to see... Right, right. Well, we, we know, technically know shit. what it could do. We, we know the specs, so we know what it could do. But yeah, I know what you're saying. You but, want to know the uh, what what it looks like, yeah, the, the, the aesthetic they're going for. Yeah, the, the, the stuff you do, the, 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 the community stuff you could do, you know, like did they how did they change the ui how did they change you know is it a store a crossbar is it you know did is there more in depth into talking to your friends or like can you is it easier to clip videos and post it or you know are they gonna have is their feed gonna get better like i don't know there's just all these things in the ui that you want to know about you know i think well that's it's kind of important i feel like for the general audience for like consumers that's not like they want to know that this showcase was about why you should pre-order a ps5 and i think in in this they delivered i think that especially with the amount of games that they show spider-man um final fantasy 16 call of duty obviously it's coming everywhere but it's like it's like a war god of Mm -hmm. war it's like a big ramp up and for them to then slow it down to be all right let's show you the ui now just as a presentation it doesn't fit well with that presentation you know the ui stuff is a separate presentation for a separate day like now that you have our attention and now that you know people are like all right for 100 bucks more than the xbox series s i get a 
PS5 essentially with no drawbacks other than disc. Now that you have my attention, okay, and then you can do that small stuff. Like, hey, let's show you what the UI can do. Let's show you this, let's show you that. Um, that doesn't even have to be like a showcase. That could just be like a blog post or a, a random YouTube video they upload on their, on their um, channel. So I don't really think that's necessary. I, I understand what you're saying by this time, but this time, 2020, is a different time. So we can't compare 2020 to any other year in, in almost any regard. So. Which uh, <clears throat> which games were you guys the most excited for? Um, I I really I'm I'm glad to have... finally see Harry Potter because yeah. Harry Potter has been rumored for such a long time that finally yep, seeing it's yep. like oh man that's pretty cool to finally see this game this next gen game hopefully um. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to see how much was cinematics, how much was actual gameplay thrown in yeah. there. I like to know what the like gameplay a, is. It a Persona yeah. Five? <laughs> Persona and, Five you know in what? Hogwarts? <laughs> I, I I was talking to my brother about that. I'm like, is it that? Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. It yeah, can't it's be open only world. Thing that makes sense. It can't be open world where it's like, hey, I'm gonna skip class and go like explore the fucking haunted forest. No, that doesn't make any sense. You should have like a timed area. Where it's like, oh, I gotta get to class by this time, or if I skip class, my grades lower, and there's consequence to that. Build relationships with students or whatever. Then at night, go on missions, like you know, Harry Potter and his gang would do at night. Go to the haunted forest, go to dungeons. So I feel like it's gonna be more of a uh, their version of a Persona route. And if that's the case, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm down for it. And I like that it's in the 1800s, so you don't have to get stuck with the Harry Potter characters. The timeline, the lore, like, oh, no, I can't introduce this character because he shows up here and then, you know, you don't fuck with the timeline. You either go farther in the future or farther in the past to the point where you just don't fuck with continuity. And uh, I I think they did a great job of showing this. So now we get to see a whole new group of students, a whole new group of teachers and whole new adventures, a whole new villain. We get to see, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited. Mm hmm. Um, I also really liked seeing uh, the Miles Morales stuff. I mean, we all knew it was yeah. going to be a, a cross-gen game. Um, I, I'm a, I'm not going to play it on the PS4. I'm just going to wait for the the jump, you know, the following year. Uh, so, but it was cool to see the gameplay, you know, and see more of the game. Um, yeah. It, it was nice to. It was nice to see. Uh, Final Fantasy. You yeah. know, I heard. You know, I'm not a big Final Fantasy person, but they, you know, for what I've read about it, it seems like they're going back, you know, to the original style of be- being very medieval. And I think people, yes. that attracted uh, people a lot. So I don't know, Pedro, tell mm. me about it because I know you you're more into it than. Yeah, yeah. So like, it feels like the last couple games have been more of like that. Yeah, it's fantasy, but it's also like very tech, very futuristic ish. You know, Final Fantasy VII type. Uh, you know, 15, you were driving like cars and shit. So I think the last time that it went full-blown medieval-ish fantasy was kind of like 9. And everybody loved that setting in 9. But they've stayed away from it. But clearly in this one, you could tell it's very medieval. Very, like, big into the magic. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. And I love that it looks like they're building on the fighting system that they started in 13. 
Sorry, 15. They started in yeah. 15. They perfected it a little bit better in Final Fantasy VII Remake. And, uh, yeah, it looks like they're getting even even better. Like, the yeah. fact you could dodge, parry. It feels more like a third-person battling game. Like, like yeah. a third-person adventure game. So, I, I, I like that. I like that at the end of the day. So, yeah. I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I'm pretty... It's pretty crazy that it's a, it's a console exclusive to the PlayStation, which is... You know, it's I, so I funny. Like, I feel like they were going more, um, you know, third plat than third party than right. Multiplat. I mean, sorry. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, technically they're not wrong when they say it, but you know how it said PlayStation console exclusive, and then it Except showed an asterisk. <laughs> it showed an asterisk, and I'm and I pause, and I'm like, what is this asterisk and at the bottom? Also available on PC, and I'm like, yeah. why would you say it's exclusive? <laughs> but I guess technically they're not wrong because it's a console. console. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, they're not wrong, but it's a little misleading. That's probably why they put the asterisks. Is they're like, ah, just in case. The lawyer was like, you better put something down there. <laughs> I wonder if it's a, a timed exclusive. It didn't say. I'm guessing not. Because usually they have to put timed exclusive, right? Or They usually put timed exclusive when they say that. But again, I don't know. Maybe there could have been an asterisk saying timed exclusive. But we didn't see that. Or, or launch exclusive, which they didn't say that either. I they think it's an actual either. console PS5 exclusive game except for I think so too and 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 that's a big bag if that is the case in any future Final Fantasy games are strictly PlayStation that's a big win because there is a huge JRPG fan base for that so that's another exclusive win for for uh, PlayStation yeah I I Mm. wonder if it's because like you know recently Xbox did get a bunch of Final Fantasy games right they did yeah they got a bunch of them on Game Pass um and you know so i think maybe they didn't see a lot of engagement in final fantasy games um and maybe it was like okay well obviously while final fantasy is big in the west it's it's huge in uh, in the japanese um in it's huge in japan so that's where the fan base sense. is and then obviously everyone gravitate towards um the sony in japan automatically so i so i'm guessing Maybe they did that and they saw like no huge return on it, and then they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, maybe Sony offered them the money, and they're like, okay, why not? Because we're we, we're we're not making much money already on Xbox. It being on Xbox, yeah. So so why um make it? You know, we could make more money, and then it's already here. It didn't. It it looked the fighting looked great, but it also looked like um. It didn't look. It didn't look like next gen. So I'm wondering if it's if agreed. It's, I wonder if yeah. it's, I wonder if it's coming to PS4. So yeah. if it if it's coming to PS4 as well, like yeah, get your money. You know, like PS4 already has like 110 million, I think, consoles out. PS5 is gonna sell out for sure. Um. So with that being said, like it makes maybe maybe that's what it was. Like they tested the water with Xbox and they didn't see enough of return. Then PS5, PS, Sony offered them some the bag, and they were like, "Okay, like, what's the point of putting it on Xbox where we see we don't see an engagement on anyway?" So yeah. that's a that's sure. a big gift for them. Yeah, are you guys gonna get uh, Miles Morales for PlayStation, or are you gonna wait for the PS5? I don't know. When is it supposed to come out? Did it say holidays? Holiday, so like Damn. December or something. I don't know. I gotta think about it because it all depends on when I'm planning on getting the new system. I'm on right now, not planning on getting it until next year. 
But the game looks really good, and I don't know if I want to wait that long. So, mm, I don't know. I'm still up in the air. I'm leaning more towards waiting right now, though, but we'll see. At this point for me, I'll just get on a PS4. Like, I'll wait to see, like, the reviews and the comparisons of, like, oh, it's the same game. Maybe a little bit faster. Like, loading times mm. and stuff like that never been a thing for me. Um, I've never experienced a game in, like, 60 frames per second. So, it's kind of like, if I don't know what I'm missing, would I really care, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I'll just get it. Possibly, because I don't plan on getting a PS5 until like Black Friday of like next year. So, yeah. So why? And, and at the end of the day, like at this point, while they did sell us on the console, for me as an individual, it's kind of like you have Miles come to PS4, you have Horizon Two come to PS4. That was also later announced, which is insane. I thought it was very stupid. I'm not sure if Ratchet and Clank is coming to PS4, is it? Or they didn't say? I don't... I, don't, uh, I, I think I, it's I a doubt it be- title. Yeah, I, I, I doubt it because it just looks like technically, the technicality of the game is just, just so much going on, I don't think the PlayStation can handle it. Yeah. Or if it does, it'll sound like a 747. It's even worse than it does now. Yeah. yeah right, I, but, but at least like two of its major like selling points are like, you know, they're going to jump generations so I mean they're gonna be on both generations so for me there's no point right now getting it um yeah I just can't I just don't see why I, I'm in the boat of, of waiting yeah I'm definitely waiting for the PS for the PS5 to next next Black Friday um I don't know for me I just I'm in no rush to play Miles Morales I'm in no rush to play Horizon and I feel that I could just That'll give me more stuff to play come Black Friday of next year, because mm. so, for sure they're gonna bundle something. Because I, I, I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, me and you, Orlando, we bought the consoles together, the PS4, and it came bundled with like three or four games. So it's kind of like uh, I'll just wait till next year and see what they, you know, what they bundled it with, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. It was. Uh, I, think I think it was GTA Five and Last of Us. Yeah, GTA Five, Last of Us, and I feel like there was one more. But oh, yeah, whatever but it was, it was the Last of Us collection. Mm-hmm. But whatever it was, it's kind of like, I they 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 were giving me they were giving me more value for my money a year from now than I would be getting it right now. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that Black Friday bundle is gonna be is gonna come bundled with Miles Morales, like guaranteed it, and and a third and a random third party game. So, why wait? Like, I, I, like I'm, I'm in no rush. I could wait. I mean, the, the thing is for me as well is that, like, if you buy Miles Morales on the PS4, you get the upgrade for the PS5. So, it's kind of like, okay, if the game plays pretty good on PS4 and people say that, like, yeah, this is a, a solid game on any console, then I'll be, play it, beat it on PS4. When the PS5 comes out, I already have it. And then I'll just... Um, See, jump back in for a little bit and see what it's like. Yeah. You see, that's what I don't want to do though, because I'm not gonna play it again. If I buy on a PS4, I'm not gonna play it again on a PS5. Like I, when we got um, uh, Last of Us for free on a PS4, I never touched it. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's great to have this free game, and I think I give it away or something like that. But 
so I, I'm reflecting upon that. I'm just like, I, I could wait till next year and get the game. And be like, oh man, I'm excited to play this. I've been wanting to play it, you know. I don't want to buy a game on PS4. And like, oh, I get a free upgrade, you know. And then then I check it out. Like you said, check it out. And then, right, whatever, that was cool. You know, I, I don't want to do that. Okay? If I'm going to play it, I would like to play it at, at its best. And I know Horizon is going to run better on the PS5. You know, I know Ratchet is going to be on PS5. So, like, I have that game. And then a lot a lot of the... Miles Morales is definitely going to play better on the PS5. You know, so, yeah. man, I could wait. Like, I, I'm in absolute no yeah. rush for this. Yeah, the more I think about it, I'm also in the waiting game, too. And I have so much games in my backlog that do I really want to jump to the console to start getting more things? No. And that's funny you say that because you, you, on the PS3, right. I had a big backlog. And I never went back. As soon as I got my PS4, right. like, what PS3? Like, I never went back. And I had a shit ton of mm-hmm. games, and I never you, touched you, them. You're right, you're right. There were a handful of games that I was like, oh, I got to get back to this. And you're right, I never did. And it's in the corner, full of dust. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because um, one of the big talking points, obviously, out of this conference and of just Sony in general is backwards compatibility. Right. And it seems like they can do pretty much all of PlayStation 4, but not PS3, PS2, PS1. Oh, so they can do 4. They can, they, uh, there's an article from yeah. IGN saying that they can do 99% of P- PS4. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means, but... Yeah. like They probably can't oh, do I, launch PS4 games. Like, first year or two. Uh, maybe everything after that, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm sure anything that's Sony, they, they can do. Anything that came yeah. out from Sony, anything that maybe was, like, second party from Sony, I'm sure that they can, like, bring aboard. Maybe, like, games you never heard of. <laughs> are gonna be left yeah. out um but it's funny that you know obviously xbox is it's a different approach and it's it's like everything from any generation is here um yeah, ever and that is ever. amazing that that's is am- fucking amazing that's super consumer friendly it, it's yeah. funny that you also say that like if if my ps4 could have played those ps3 games that i wanted to play and never touched i would have played them on the ps4 but yeah. instead, I never touched them because I'm not going to go back to the PS3. So it's like the PS4 is giving you... Uh, uh, again, perfect example, Pedro. If he buys... I don't know how long... You know, uh, this conference talked about the, the PlayStation collection that's coming out on the PS5. I was just going to bring that up. Uh-huh. So if Pedro mm-hmm. right now... Uh, uh, list off... Do you know do you know the list of games that are coming out on the I collection? Have the list in, I have the list in front of me. I was go, just going to name it. them. Say, say the list. All right. So this is a pretty crazy list. So wait, because uh, we kind of jumped into it. So pretty much they announced something called the PlayStation Plus Collection. That when you get a PS5 at launch, if you pay the... Ah, um, it's at launch. Shit. It's at launch. If you pay the subscription service, you will get at launch God of War, which is obviously the remake God of War. The, uh, the new Bloodborne, one. The new one, correct. Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World... Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, Ratchet and Clank, the remake, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, Last Guardian, Last of Us, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. That's huge. It's a lot of games. That's a and, fuck ton of games. Uh, so, 
It's only a launch, you said? It's not, it's not like a window? 18. It says uh, 18 games. It just says at launch. That's all it says here. Uh, what I'm curious about is that window. Let's say they, right, they, right. they do the window for a year, right? And Pedro gets those... I mean, I'm pretty sure Pedro hasn't played all those games, but there it goes. He has... I, I've played most. I'm looking at that list, yeah. and I'm like, God damn. I haven't played Bloodborne. Days, Days Gone. Gone. Last Guardian. Infamous Second Son. That's it. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. So five games. Five so, games right, out of the... So right there, Pedro has five games to play. You know, that's amazing. That's an amazing deal. As a, as out, of, first, out of 18. You, you, you start off with 18. Yeah, which is great. Like, I mean, someone who jumps into that has a bunch of games Ooh. to play off the bat. Persona 5, haven't, haven't beaten it. Six. Yeah. Six games. So, so that game is like so, twenty, like 200 hours. Yeah. Yes. So, Sony has, uh, <laughs> when, while this, when the PS PlayStation collection broke out, people were saying that, okay, this is like their, their answer to Game Pass. And while it is a collection that's going to come out when you have PS Plus, they didn't say if it's like going to be for a year or if it's going to be like, once you buy it, you have these games no matter what. They did say that they're not bringing PS5 games to the to that subscription to PS Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that basically it would be it'd be too like games right now cost too much, and they just don't see the um, the reason behind it. So, so no more free games, it. essentially? I'll, I'll read you what it says. Um, Alright, so it says, However, they're only PS4 games, not PS5, and they're not part of a subscription service, but s- seemingly a, a one-off bonus. So this is like a one-time thing, basically. And it looks like it's going to stay that way. For us, having a catalog of games is not something that defines a platform. Um, Jim Ryan says, who's like the boss of Sony. Our pitch, as you've heard, as you heard, is new games, great games. We've had this conversation before. We're not going, we're not going to go down the road of putting new game releases into a subscription model. These games cost millions of dollars, well over a hundred million dollars to develop. We just don't see that as sustainable. We want to make games bigger and better, and hopefully, at some stage, more persistent. So, putting those in a subscription service model on day one for us just doesn't seem to make any sense. For okay. others in a different for others in a different situation, it might make sense, but for us it doesn't. We want to expand yes, and grow our existing ecosystem by putting new games into a subscription service model just doesn't sit with just doesn't sit with that. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I mean their answer for Game Pass is is PlayStation now. Yeah, but I think I think this I I, I I never agreed when people were saying that it's their it's their um is their answer to Game Pass. I just think it's an incentive for people to buy a PlayStation Five as fast yes, as they can it, to it get is. these games. It seems like there isn't a window. It seems like this is for for good forever. That's like what it seems whenever like. you buy a PS Five, you get this. Th- that's that's my my if, thinking. If that's the case, that's amazing. That's what I think. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, it does look like, while they said that PS5 games won't be coming day one, obviously, they might bring PS5 games later on, like two or three years down the line, you get maybe miles for free, you know? 
what I'm scared about is is right. does this replace the free games on PS Plus? Ah, on I the think PlayStation so. Five generation, that is I, I, maybe my worry. I think so. Well, maybe maybe what they do is is they they give because there's been a lot of chatter of well not chatter but there's been a lot of like they should just tie in PS Now with PS Plus and all this other stuff. They should. What if what if you get PS Plus right and you get those 18 games and with PS Plus is now PS Now and that's it. You're paying for PS Now and the rest of it is PS. It's now you're paying for PS Now and online service and that's it with ps now you can download games so you could download ps4 games so yeah it you essentially like with ps now you do get free games every month like they add new games to that catalog so mm-hmm. why not just get rid of ps plus because all ps plus is two games for free and online so you get rid of, you get rid of ps plus and then you just get ps now that's it. That makes sense. What, I mean, it, but what about PS Plus now? <laughs> Branding wise, you could do whatever you want with it, change the name up or something. But um, at the end of the day, these are eighteen games, eighteen phenomenal games. At this point, like we we're like veterans of the PS4. Every time they give us mm-hmm. a new game, most likely we have it. Right. Like most, most likely. likely mm-hmm. Most likely we we bought it like more or less like at least at least the top hitters. Like and I mean, what, what's a, what, what's a game that you bought that was free? Um, Max, Ma- Mad Max. Okay, uh, Mad Max. Um, I didn't have that. NBA Two K. Yeah, Mad Max. They they had like the Uncharted trilogy. I had that already. NBA Two NBA Two K. Yeah, you bought that. What else? Um. DSX. I don't have that. Yeah, um, DSX. I had that. There's a lot, dude. There's, I mean, I can go down the list like right now, but there's a lot of games. Street Fighter Five. I had I Street Fighter Five already. Uh, I had Detroit already. Yeah, when I they gave one. out Detroit. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. I had Metal Gear. And Metal Gear. I had yeah. Metal Gear. Yeah. But so, I, like so, recent time, like a lot of the games, I, I've never, I never had them. So for me, it's like, oh man, getting all these free games that I'm never gonna play. How amazing! Right, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like at this point, like if you have if you had a PS4 for a long time, the PS Plus games weren't that much of a of a win, honestly. I think so, there's strong, strong ones, dude. No, there's some. There is some strong ones, but at the end of the day, what's there's Fall Guys, man. That's one of the strongest yet. <laughs> okay, but but look at this, right? What sounds better? We'll give you two free games a month, or we'll give you a subscription service for the same price or a little bit more that you get to play all PS4, all PlayStation catalog, because PS1, PS2, PS3. And you get to download PS4 games to your console. What sounds better? No, of course. I, 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 I agree. I, I've, I've been wanting to... I, I've been wanting them to combine them with, with PlayStation now. So, so at, yeah. at this point, I, I just don't like. Well, PS Plus is is like a thing. I don't think you need to combine it. I think you just need to get rid of, get rid of PS Plus. Yeah, exactly. That, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. 
for, give for, it a- forget, forget about the monthly games. I, I honestly don't care for the monthly games as long as you give me the PlayStation Now catalog and add to it regularly. Not necessarily every month, but you know, every every little bit kind of add a little bit more to I, it. Of course, the, the drawback is like, um, you know, like those games are rotating. So, you know, some come in, come out, you know, like the most popular ones come in and come out. So obviously that's like the drawback to it. But I mean, so you wanted to day, be like the Switch and their classic games. No, I think I think for the most part, the, the like, Switch has a rotating game. If you have the subscription, no, it, I, it's not rotating. It's not rotating. It's not rotating. It, it stays. Yeah. yeah, like I know Which Donkey Kong Country got announced, part two. I'm excited. Yeah, but like anyways. I like I know the the PS now it, it, it rotates. Like the control was on there. It's not on there anymore, and so on and so forth. So I I know that like. That that changes, um, and so you know maybe they could say okay, PS Now, it's the same thing as PS Plus. You get your games, um, but obviously these, these games are going to like leave. But maybe every time we add a game, it's like six months or four, four or four to five months. So that's enough time for you to beat one game that you like really want to play. Um, so I think it's a better service. I think they should just get rid of it entirely. Yeah, I'm looking I, over all the PlayStation Plus games this year, and it's been it's been a strong year, man. Yeah, a but really it's also been year. a strong year. It's also been a strong year because it's the tail end of of the, oh yeah um, for sure of, of the generation. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, it uh, overall, man. I think every month has been a game that's totally worth it. January had the Nathan Drake collection. February had Bioshock collection and Sims Four. We, yeah, you see, I, I, all those I had owned already. <laughs> you had Sims Four already. Yeah, I had Sims Four. I, me I too. had it for the Black Friday sale. Uh, Shadow yeah, Colossus and Sonic Forces in March. I uh, actually got Shadow Colossus from there, so that was new. April was uh, uh, Uncharted Four, Dirt Rally Two Point Had it. Yeah. May was City Skyline Farming Simulator. Oh, I actually got City Skylines from there too. Yeah, yeah. that was a win. June was uh, Call of Duty World War Two and Battlefront Two. I got the Call of Duty. Two. Not a bad story mode. Yeah. July was Rise of Tomb Raider and NBA Two K Twenty. Yeah, had it already. August was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two and Fall Guys, which was last month. And this month we have uh, Battle uh, Player Unknowns Battlegrounds PUBG. Oh. And Street Fighter Five. I actually haven't downloaded PUBG. I should. Yeah, I and you know, it to and, and also, what what could be a good reason to get rid of it? Obviously, we all heard that Five Guys. I mean, Five Guys. Uh, Fall Guys is like the highest downloaded PS Plus game. Of so, all time, that's pretty insane. Uh, of all time, so so. That's crazy. What if it's? What if they're looking at the data and they're like, okay, people are not really downloading the games, even if they're like AAA. You know, like, okay. Uh, we released Uncharted 4, like literally top tier PlayStation 4 game on PS Now, like one of the best. A game that if you have on disc, regardless, you should download it on your PS4. What if 20% of users, PS Plus users, are just downloading it? Okay, what well, then? We're obviously, if this is our main selling for for PS Plus and it's not really getting that much usage, why are we investing in it? Mm hmm. So, yeah. 
so I don't know like it just there's just so much here that like you know and then everyone keeps it's funny because everyone keeps complaining about backwards compatibility for the PlayStation 4 but I found an article from 2017 where pretty much um, Jim Ryan again says that nobody wants <laughs> to play old games <laughs> so um, here's a comment he made we, I can only dab- agree to a certain extent. If you haven't, like me, I've never owned a Xbox in my life. If I were to get the Xbox, that's a big selling point for me because I get to play all the old classics. But that's just me. So, so he said in 2017, um, doing an E3 event, he's like, when we dabbled with backward compatibility, I can say it's one of those features that is much requested but not actually used. Um, I was at a Gran Turismo event recently where I had where, where they had PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games, and the PS1 and, and PS2 games they looked ancient. Like, why would you want to play any of this? So he says that basically, and then there's some data here. So obviously Xbox has uh, made you know consumer friendly and it's like backwards compatibility, play all your games, blah blah blah. So this is 2017, so the survey could be like you know. It might have changed, but in a survey mm-hmm. that went out to 900,000 uh, Xbox users, only 1.5% of users spend time playing Xbox 360 games. 1.5%? 1.5%. Wow. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Is, and I, what I year did you say that was? 2017. That was in t- t- 2017. So, and this was, um, this was like Microsoft... Went, went backwards compatible in 2015. So this is enough time for like people to get their hands on it and people try it. And there's right. there's roughly like, they say the estimates because Xbox hasn't re- released uh, numbers, but it's like roughly like 40 million, 50 million Xboxes out there. Mm-hmm. And with this survey, like only 1% of your people are playing it. Yeah, it's a good selling point, but nobody wants it. You know? For, for me, I think backwards compatibility matters at the beginning of generations. I think once you get towards the end, it's irrelevant. Uh, like right now, when we're, we're jumping to PS4 to PS5. It is highly important for the if the PS5 to play PS4 games because when you jump over, like if I if yeah. I had the money right now, I would I would for sure buy a PS5 like without a doubt. If I had and, extra and then income be, and then be able to play your backlog on and then, and then I could play my my games that. I've, on my PS5 why not why wouldn't that like why wouldn't I not do that if I had you know enough money to spend like that's the perfect thing to do but once you're like right now PS4 why would I why would I I, I don't want to play PS3 games I'm not going to touch yeah. that shit it doesn't matter to me how good that game was back then I'd be like are you remastering it or you know like I, I don't I don't want to play that old shit you know it's like um the last Guardian that was remastered, it looked like shit. To be honest with you, and I don't mm. want to. I, I don't want to play that. Even if they're giving it to you on the PS Five, like I'm still not gonna touch the last Guardian. Like I've never played it, so I, I would totally play it. <laughs> oh, for sure. But Pedro, you're you're the type of person who who is super down to play old games. Like for right. you, you don't care. You're like, oh, I just yeah, I just yeah. want to play it and have the experience yeah, I, I, and enjoy I, it. I even got a I even got an N64 uh, a year ago. So yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm, you I'm like totally that. down. But I'm not like I, I don't want to go back. Like I don't. I, I could care less about what ha- what was done or what what wasn't done. Like I just I want to play what's out right now. And if I could carry my library to the PS5, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You know. 
I just mm-hmm. I don't want to play the old games. Orlando, you played the Last Guardian, right? That's the one with the dog, right? No. Uh, you, so the, you played Shadow the, Colossus, I think it was, right? I did. The remastered okay. version of it, right? Yep. So was it worth it? Was it worth it for you to play that game? Like, did you play and like, oh man, it's so good, or I wish I would have played it earlier, or whatever it was. So I played it um, when it came out for free, and I played it when it originally came out too. And I played more of it when it originally came out because at the time it was groundbreaking. I'm notoriously known in this podcast to not finish games, and I didn't finish it back then, and I didn't finish it this time around either because it just didn't grab my attention. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because there was a, a game that came out that I wanted to try out um, on PS4, um, uh, Kingdoms of, of Amalur, uh Reckoning. Yeah, yeah. It got it got remastered, and I heard so much good stuff about the game, and I never played it. So I was like, okay, let me let me try it out. But then I heard some reviews of like, okay, yeah, this game was great in 2013, but you know now with there's so much games that cop that do the fighting style it does already, so that like even though the fight while well, the fighting is good, you have better games now that do that, hmm. and you know after reading that review, that's essentially every old game, you know like every old game while it could be great. Um, for a time there's already so much advances made um, that going back just feels weird yeah. and I think I th- and I think it's only just I think some games are timeless I think some games like Halo are timeless I think um, Gears of War I think that those kind of games are like timeless obviously there's some things that are wrong with it you know like even looking at like Uncharted the first one you get like oh this is did not age well like there's sep- there's oh, definitely there's definitely mm-hmm. moments here where I'm like, okay, four perfected it. Um, and even talking to, I talked to one of my friends who played the whole series recently from like start to finish, and he never played any of them before. He was like, yeah, dude, like four is the best one because four actually perfects everything that they've been trying to do. Obviously, yeah, us who 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 played them differently throughout the generations, I say two is the best one. But when you're playing it in the lens of 2020 you look at all the flaws of the past so I think when it comes to backward compatibility and old games you're going to see those flaws more than ever mm-hmm. and I think only some games stick out to like okay this can still work I mean me and Mike were playing Death Space 3 on uh, PS, PS Now and while it was it was decent there were some things that like obviously like the graphics weren't that great, but the loading was a little bit different. Like, but just gameplay mechanic wise, it was just like this is okay. This is just a shooter, and we never got back to it yeah. because there are there are way better games nowadays that that do yeah. what that does, but ten times better. Yeah, yeah, and it just leads into the point. Backwards compatibility is great. It's a great feature to have. Don't get me wrong. Like. It's it's awesome to to you know go back and look at a game and fuck around with it and reminisce on the good times you had with that game. But in all honesty, dude, it's irrelevant unless it's the be- unless it's the beginning of a generation where you could play the games you missed out on the PS4. That's literally the mm-hmm. only reason why backwards compatibility should matter. I have if like I, like I pointed out earlier, if I have a if I have spare money and I was rich and I could throw money away 
I buy myself a PS5 right now and keep playing my PS4 games. Mm-hmm. Like that's amazing. Like I get faster load times, it looks better, all this other crap you could get on a PS5. There's literally no reason for it right like after that. Cuz a year like I mean, 2 years from now I'm going to go back to PS4 games. <laughs> like why would I? I won't be playing PS5 games. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it backwards compatibility is great, dude. It's a great feature, but I think it only it's only relevant at the beginning of a console generation. After that, it no. becomes irrelevant. I can concur to a certain extent. Yeah, especially now since PlayStation Now is where you can play the older games. That's your backwards compatibility. You stream them. Yeah, and of course you have to have the internet for that. You know, right? And, you have, to have the internet, but the, you you the have the option speed. to download. They thankfully they they gave you the option to download what you can, but in the end, I, I don't know. I just it's oh, yeah. a great feature, and I love the fact that Xbox is doing it. It's amazing, dude. If I was an Xbox player, one that's amazing for me. Even though I would probably never play the old games because I probably I probably played them already, and I, I'll go back for nostalgia reasons. But regardless, I, I think I don't know. It's great for the beginning, but later on, it's just irrelevant. Right, and, and with PS Now, it's 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 worthy to mention that you could you could download games, but only PS4 games and PS3 and PS2 games, you can't. And so far, they mm. haven't added PS1 games to PS Now, but that is a possibility they're gonna do. Um, they should. I think they will, and I I just I just think at the end of the day, like um, when it comes to these consoles, they're just completely different. They're literally a different audience, a different consumer, you know. I think yeah. at the end of, I'm actually like we're at a place now that each console is doing their own thing marching to the beat of their own drum that's and great. and that's great like the the when you have um when you have like that kind of competition it, it, it's only going to foster growth and only creative ideas you know and I think even with um you know you know, it might not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But we look at Halo Infinite that had a um, showcase for the last Xbox showcase, and people were making fun of it because it looked like, like shit. shitty. I don't like it. Um, and obviously, it got delayed, and there's so much other things, you know, uh, you know, going down um, behind the scenes. Um, but it's one of those things where, who knows? Maybe the budget is different because they're like, hey. This is not. A, this is while well, it's going to be a seventy dollar game or a sixty dollar game. We also have to put it on our subscription service, so we can't give you that hundred million dollar budget that you're used to. We have to give you an eighty million dollar budget or a fifty million dollar budget. And then we have Xbox. I mean, PlayStation is saying like, "Yo, we're not putting our games out on this on a service because they cost a hundred million dollars, and we need to make our return." So, if you want to get like trip, you know, triple A exclusive, amazing content. This is the place for it, and everything they've shown that is um, first party has been like wow. You know, as, as opposed to Xbox, everything they show has been like okay. This looks kind of next gen. It looks kind of cool. prettier, mm-hmm. or yeah. about the same. Yeah. So I, 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 Xbox has a lot of shit going on. Um, I, I think we should save that conversation for another time because I, I would love to talk about that because Xbox 
I don't know, it, it has a lot of good shit going for it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, what's going on with you, you know? Um, I would love to get into it, but I, I, I like to keep this episode PlayStation-focused. Um, Sounds good. With that in mind, what do you guys think about the price? I think it's good. I, I, I think it's understandable. Now, when the PS3 was that price, that was fucking... A disaster, but this no, PS3 was more expensive. PS3 was six. Damn, I can't even imagine that. This is I understandable. <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah, I think it's a good price. What do you think, Orlando? Because you you predicted it, and yep, you predicted correctly. Yeah, I mean, me and Mike did. I want to give him a shout out at least, but um, I think it's a a solid price. We talked about they had to match Xbox, which they clearly did on the disc version of the PS5 they matched the Series X and I think they did great in the sense of like okay the Series S isn't a 4K machine just it's not it's not going to even upgrade your it's not even going to have Xbox One X enhancements it's going to have Xbox One S enhancements um, but it's still like a next gen console so like it's a little bit of a different it's a weird marketing weird messaging um, you know, and looking into it, it seems that people who really care about graphics, who care about like 4K and uh, who care about like frame rate, like the PC nerds, they usually sit around that 1440p that Xbox Series S is is um is dishing out. But whatever. So the PS5 coming out and saying, "Hey, the Series S obviously low budget uh, machine." Yes, it's it's next gen, but you can for a hundred dollars more you can get a PS five. Like this is not a low power PS five. This is a PS five. Only difference it's not digital. I mean it's only digital. Which is yeah. which is good for someone who's like, Okay, I never had an X a PS five or I never had a PlayStation, so I have no games to put on a PlayStation. And also, you know, with the We've seen an, an increase in digital sales in the pandemic. Like I think seventy percent of games have been digital. Like there's been a lot of increase. So makes sense. The the audiences, like the consumer, is used to digital now. It's not like this is not twenty thirteen where Xbox is like, hey, this we're gonna have a a digital machine and you can't trade your games and you can't you put one disc in or you can't give it to your friend. This is a a generation now seven years later that's used to I buy my game one time it's locked to my console so it's a whole different audience now and so I think with that price and it being all digital like who like the only people that are not going to get the all digital in my opinion are people who like us who who are who have PlayStation 4s and like hey I'll have a PS4 disc and yeah maybe I want to play a Blu-ray movie one day that's it like that's the only reason like I don't ever see myself physically buying a game again unless I really have to I don't unless see it's it. super cheap but nowadays even with the PS Plus deals that they have like dude game if you wait six months your favorite game or the game you wanted to buy is gonna be half off like nowadays the 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 digital sales on both consoles are equivalent now to Steam sales and Steam sales yeah. are, are bananas. Our Steam sales are like, hey, for $2, you can play the whole Witcher series. Like, 
<laughs> we're getting to that point where the consoles digital sales are are a no brainer. So and when you even compare it to like a physical sale, like I've seen physical sales like maybe go for five dollars more extra. Why would I pay five dollars more and then I have to still get up and change the disc? Like mm. I know I'm gonna buy the, the the disc version just for because Pedro buys this games and I'm gonna borrow his games. I have like four. I have like four year games right now. What about 4K movies, man? Th- that that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. I don't. I don't really care for that kind of stuff. My PlayStation has always been my glorified Blu-ray player. Yeah, Even back exactly. in the PS3, PS2 was my CD DVD player. PS3 it was my Blu-ray player. PS4 is still my Blu-ray player. Now PS5 is gonna be my 4K Blu-ray player. Like that's. I, like, I don't need to buy any extra shit you know I have it here and I use my old consoles as uh, again um, on different TVs I put it as my my Blu-ray player like my PS3 is connected and I have it that's where I put my movies for my kid you know what I'm saying so it's and that's where he watches Netflix so like I, I'm still gonna be using these consoles like I don't stop using them except my PS2 cause I have nowhere to put it yeah, and it's yeah. a DVD player like ah, oh, what do I need a DVD player for but regardless like I I I need that optical drive that's where I play all my stuff you know so mm-hmm. even though I'm I'm getting more digital with my movies too little by little movies I haven't I haven't done the digital jump games obviously because of the sales but movies I haven't touched that yet but anyways yeah so I mean just yeah, they they de- definitely won the um the price war in my opinion. Um, I think if they would have came out like five fifty, five hundred bucks, or five hundred, four fifty, you know, then ooh, that's why get the digital version at all. But the hundred dollar differences, it's like okay, I can see myself making the jump and not getting the Xbox and getting the digital version, and then you know, so it's an, it's enough of a difference. Yeah, I, I, in my, for me, I was I was thinking that they were willing to lose at least fifty bucks on the PS PS4 digital to entice more people to go to PS4 to not do Xbox and just go to the PS4. I mean PS5, right? Because you know co- consoles, generally speaking, lose money every new every new generation. They lose money at the beginning. They never they're never profitable. So in my head, I'm just like, all right. I think there was a report saying that the PS5 um it, it cost Sony I think 450 something like that to make. Yeah, like so, 450 470. Yeah, so that means they're making let's I mean let's put 450 to make it easier. So they're essentially we'll be making $50 maybe let's round it out but they'll they'll make 50 bucks profit with every PlayStation sold. This is this is the one with the optical drive with the you know the disc version. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if the optical if the opti- if you take away the optical drive and the optical drive was just fifty dollars and it costs a digital version four hundred dollars to make I was I was feeling like they're willing they're, they might be willing to lose fifty dollars on that one and just break even on their PS5 production to make get more people to buy them a three fifty all digital version of the PS5 I was like man I think there that would have been a steal and I think people would have been like why why would I go to Xbox 
why would I buy an all digital Xbox that is lower spec when I could just buy a PlayStation Five for fifty dollars more? Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought they were gonna do. I thought I thought they were gonna be extremely aggressive, but four hundred is not a bad price. I just thought they were gonna be extra aggressive. Right. I mean, obviously they're taking a loss on it, but I think what they're thinking is that well, <laughs> you can't buy your games from a retailer anyway, so all the money, most of the money, is gonna come to us. True. I think the I think the retail cut like thirty percent, so. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I thought they were gonna be more aggressive because they were gonna get all the digital sales. So it's kind of like man, you know, making it three fifty, that's that's a deal on a digital version I mean, of a PS five. These consoles are gonna be sold out for like the first like six to seven months easily. Oh, definitely. So yeah, especially, especially with uh, Corona. Uh, Today I was already looking at some of the chats of people buying. There was a guy that bought twelve of them already. He pre-ordered twelve. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm buying a lot from different resellers. They're, they're 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 exactly. That's what it is. It's gonna be sold out, and it's gonna be resellers, and there's gonna be people buying them for double the price. Morons, just fucking wait. Yeah, yeah. and I you know I think it's it's yeah you're gonna see that a lot, but obviously these are gonna be sold out for a while, and at that point when the hardcore fans die out when the scalpers get their fill you're gonna have the other consumers who are were like alright let's you know both consoles are gonna sell out this is this is for sure gonna happen so in June and in July you're gonna have people being like okay your console's back on the shelf like there's not that much of a shortage what do you got and obviously E3 is gonna be around that corner I'm sure, like, media now to be different because of COVID. So, um, even if people go back to public events, the way we do media is different now. So, this has shown us that they could just do media whenever they want. So, you have to get, like, the hardcore fans are going to are gonna make both consoles sell out. So, you have to get general consumers in the door or, like, just regular people who are willing to wait after. And that's yeah. when you you have another showcase and you're like, hey. You didn't get one in just in November. Here's what's coming up: God of War two and you know Halo Infinite for Xbox and such mm-hmm. and so forth. You know, so I think right now for the console race, it doesn't really matter in the beginning. They're both gonna sell out. You have to sell us to the future. Yeah, I think from from seven months from now, you have to sell everybody else who's not a hard, who's not a diehard or a a parent who's trying to buy a, a console for their their kid. So. Yeah. Mm, that's very true. I, I think I think that's what their next. I think that's what both consoles' next job is to do. Like both consoles are gonna sell out. You have to convince the people who are waiting in six seven months why they should buy your console. I think Xbox and I think Sony has done a, a phenomenal job, and I think Xbox has done a great job as well. And doing yeah, that already. You, you so know what I think, think, Orlando? I I, I think that um, for me, I feel that the first year is hardcore people because like, like us we're hardcore playstation fans and we're waiting a year you know i mean uh most likely maybe but i feel like the first year is mostly the fans are gonna buy that console i think you're right but i feel it'll be year two is where you try to convince the masses why should i buy your console because i feel like first year all hardcore people are gonna buy it first year you know, and people who can't get it at the beginning are gonna wait those those months and or the year to buy it. 
I feel it's second year two, the fall of 2023. Why should I buy this as a gift to my kid, my my this, my 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 spouse, my girlfriend, uh, you know, whatever it is. I I think that's where it comes into play. Right, and I think I think each console is gonna have like their own like reason behind it. Like, hey, mm-hmm. if you buy your ex your boyfriend an Xbox One X, it comes with Game Pass, and it has everything he can play. So he's gonna be really busy for the next couple hours. Yeah. Sony can be like, hey, you buy a PlayStation, you get the PS Plus collection, which is a bunch of games that they might love, and then also we have Spider Man and God of War, our best or our best getting games. At the end of the day, you say Spider Man, and the general consumer is like, oh, what? Really? That's cool. So. I think they're already doing a good job. They just need to, both companies just need to keep it pushing. And I think, um, and we even seen this with Nintendo, like Nintendo right now, there's a, there's a shortage of, of, of switches because COVID and everything going on. But Nintendo year at the year, they give you a reason why you need to buy their console. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. year is animal crossing. Mm-hmm. So like, wow! It's not the game for us; it's the game for the masses, you know. So well, it, it the, sold more. It's the highest selling game I think ever, or or the year one of those two. I think it's ever. Uh, no, of the year ever would be like Minecraft. Minecraft is like on like two hundred million dollars, two hundred million. Mm, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's extremely. I think it sold like a hundred and something million copies. No, I think it's at twenty six million. Um, Animal Crossing. Um, but yeah, so they, you know, every console dinner, uh, has a year that they have a, a reason to buy. Like, this is the reason why you should buy the console. And Sony, like, we, Sony has that 110 million. They didn't get there, like, in their first year. They got there year after year after year after year. Because they showed you year after year, this is why you need to buy the console. Xbox sadly didn't do that this generation. They fumbled the ball in the, in the when the, they first released their console, and then if they took such a long time to garner any attention, that it was too late. And then their games were not strong hitters, so their sales have been like steadily increasing but kind of stagnant. Yeah. So Animal Crossing sold twenty two point four million copies. Yeah. That's a lot. Um. So so yeah every every console year at the year gives you a reason to buy the console and that at the end of the day that's what you need to do you can't like let your go- your foot off the gas you have to keep pressing it you know the first year yeah. doesn't it, it's not an indication of you won the console war and at the end of the yeah. day like we we saw that with the ps3 the ps3 was behind for the most of the generation at the end of the day they they came back out and they kind of even up with xbox i think they ended up surpassing xbox toward the end the tail end of it yeah. At the end, but they surpassed it. But it's because of like their content, their games. Like year after year, they release they re- they're releasing God of War three, Last of Us. They release bangers of games, you know. So the first year isn't that important as people might think. Like while I do think the first year of Xbox was catastrophic to its success. Oh my god, it was beca- so bad. It's because they really they they pretty the much messaging. They yeah, they the gave message. you. They sold you a console. And then they rebranded that console. So they essentially gave you two different consoles in in one generation. So I think that's why their 
they they kind of lacked in that in that in that race. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say, Pedro, about the showcase? Wait, anything you wanted to mention? No, no. You, you guys pretty much hit the hit them all. Yeah. Uh, what game were you excited, Pedro? I don't think you mentioned that. Oh no, I'm excited for God of War. Obviously, I'm excited for Final Fantasy. Excited for Miles, of course. Uh, those are probably the biggest ones. Actually, I'm very interested in in the new Resident Evil because it looks like they're kind of bringing the setting back to how Resident Evil Four was, where it's like that dark village, the mysterious, you know, mm-hmm. uh, feel to it. So I'm I'm just interested to see how they're gonna go with it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for the the, the lineup of games that they have. Just not enough to buy the system right out the gate just yet. So if you had to rate it one to five, what would you give it? The showcase. One to five, I rate it. I would put four. I really liked it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I overall really liked it. It gave me what I wanted. I wanted to see the price, and I wanted to see what games you got for me, and that's pretty much the gist of it. The technical stuff you can always get a, another. Like we, we were talking earlier, that could be another um, another video later on where you start getting the more technical side, the yeah. more you know the, the 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 UI interface and everything. Yeah. But uh, but but like Orlando said, you just want to get the, the 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 quick stuff that we were looking for. Oh, that's it. We just want to see the, the 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 big shit, and that and that's what they gave us. So yeah, four. What would you say, Orlando? Um, I thought the showcase was pretty good. Honestly, Miles looked really dope. Um, I love the gameplay of it. I love how it looks like, you know, a, a proper sequel, even though it's a it's a small shorter game. Mm-hmm. Um. Final Fantasy 16 looked pretty dope too. Like as a person who doesn't play it, I'm like, all right, I might jump in on that one. Um, I really liked um, the God of War tr- teaser. Like I thought that wasn't gonna happen. If you would have asked me, I thought God of War would have came out 2022. The fact that it's coming out like next year is ma- amazing, and so hopefully it doesn't get pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, as a showcase, it definitely sold me on that. Um, everything else was was pretty pretty regular. Demon Souls, not really a fan of Demon Souls that much, but the Dragon Fire, the Devil May Cry thing wasn't didn't really appeal to me that too much. But um, oh yeah, I, I I agree with both of those. Uh, Demon Souls didn't do shit for me because you and you and me, we both played the original Demon Souls and we fucking right. hated it. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, better graphics, still the same shitty game, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Devil um, May Cry was a remake or what? What was it? Uh, an extended it, it, edition? I don't remember what it was. It's just a special edition version. It's just pretty much the same game of the game just that just came deal. out, right? Yeah, the one that just came out just with all the DLC and maybe a graphics upgrade. I don't know. I don't know exactly about the upgrade part. But it's definitely everything with all the DLC. They did the same thing with Part 4. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but I mean, usually with showcases, it's always like a, a lot of different uh, games that not appeal to anybody, everybody. But it's there's always something there for some person. So I'm sure people were excited for them at Cry. I'm sure somebody was excited for Call of Duty. Obviously the Harry Potter game looks fucking really fun. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna it's definitely gonna be one of the games I keep out for, I look out for in terms of trailers mm-hmm. and hopefully agreed. agreed. I I didn't mention yeah. that one on what I'm excited for, but yes, hundred percent. Very interested. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested. So far I think WB has a good track record so far. Even the mm-hmm. their the new Batman stuff looks good, so I know it's a different yeah, it studio does. making the Hogwarts game, but obviously these studios are in communication, so I'm sure yeah. they've helped out in some aspect. So I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda excited to see what, what, what happens there. 
Yeah. Overall, I think the showcase was was great. I think um, they did a, a phenomenal job. I think these showcases, um, no, like no pun intended, but they truly showcase like the reason why this like the positive of this pandemic. You know, like being like digital and like we don't have to like sit in front of a stage. Yeah. We don't have to wait for someone to like come over and clap. Like, as you package um, your message perfectly. Right, like as a as someone who you know the massive do not attend E three and these like conferences, the massive do, don't, and I'm sure it's exciting mm-hmm. to be in that room when all that stuff happens. But that's just a that's a, that's, a, that's a minority. The majority watch it like streaming, and these showcases from every company. I mean, Nintendo has been doing it for years already. They just tell us that like yeah, this is the way that conf- that conferences need to happen in the future. Yeah. Like at this at this point, like even if you have a there's conference no that's back, live, man. there's no going back. If you have a conference that's live, just do just do this. Have a live audience, and maybe have like an orchestra or some shit. But do what you're doing right now. Just yeah. and you don't share the spotlight. You take the whole press. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, like this idea. this is this is the way to do it. Like I I I don't want to see an E3. I don't want to see a guy like walk in and. He's doing a gameplay demo and there's hitches and they're like, "Oops, sorry about that. Oops, we had a technical error." Like, just give me right. a gameplay demo that you t- tailored to this moment. Have some edits or whatever you gotta do. That's it. Like, this yeah. is exactly Pre- how you, how you do render it if you have to. You know, whatever. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, while you know we're we're smart enough to know that, like, yeah, these showcases, they're like the the live ones are cool and everything, and they might show like graphical errors and like hitches in the gameplay and but obviously like this is a a slice of a game that was made for the show for the that presentation and that's not the end of the game you know so we shouldn't be judging it on that sense so at the end of the day if you can put your best foot forward and have a pre-rendered pre-edited version of uh, a game and you can do this kind of conference why not this is this is the way (laughs) this is the future of conferences for sure any last thoughts gents Nope. All right. There we go. I'm just waiting for that uh, that the UI demo, man. It, it, it's coming. I need I have a no video. Doubt I need a video coming. by next month, man, about how this PlayStation Five is gonna look, man, and what I can do on it. I need that, man, and I, I need no to see doubt. that on Xbox too. Hmm. But yeah. All right, ladies and gents. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed this discussion about the ps5 showcase let us know what you thought about it was it prime a plus usda inspected ribeye meets PlayStation five amazingness i was like where are you going with this you hungry as fuck go have some dinner and sleep <laughs> um did you was this the best showcase you've seen so far of, of playstation 5 or was it the actual console release image release you think i don't know let us know which one you thought which would you like better the first one or the second one and what do you expect what do you think about the prices where you think it's going from here we'll love to know your thoughts till next time bye-bye later guys